0: time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you from the old std in deckerville the silver tavern deckerville we'll be here tomorrow which will be wednesday
1: no yes tomorrow which will be wednesday thank you you caught me off guard with that one
0: yes so yeah we'll be here tomorrow uh thanksgiving
1: eve so come join us for all the uh fun events uh we will be spinning some of your favorite tunes we have the lobster toss the lobster toss the turkey drop um the toilet paper roll chug where we make a large bong out of toilet paper rolls and you have to chug beer before they break down and no longer divert beer from the vessel to your mouth and of course djing starts at nine o'clock yeah pretty Fantastic. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. You can email the podcast at pna Podcast Express at gmail.com or pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com. We've officially made another upgrade, Adam. We did. We got what? some new microphones. We did. These are uh, more these new microphones matched to
0: our new P8 pod track.
1: Sponsor us, please. Yeah, come on, Zoom.
0: (laughs) Get off your dead ass.
1: That's right. We've been spending all kinds of bones on your shit. We got two P4s, one P8, two of your microphones, which they do sound delectable and outstanding, I must say. It's really a shame that we're on them. I know, right? I just, it's right now, I wish I had a better voice and I was more talented. Like, when you speak through top notch equipment, you should be top notch talent, but, eh. I don't feel that uh,
0: there. It takes a lot of talent to talk, <laughs> so I uh, I've been doing it most of my life without right? any training, without any real right, with no formal training. Right.
1: See you, buddy. Take care.
0: So I I think I think as far as that goes, we're doing okay.
1: Really? Yeah. You don't botch the English language too badly. No. Okay.
0: Although every time I say there, like over there,
1: it's spelled T H E I R. I noticed that. I, I was going to point that out to you. You do that with your and your sometimes too. Like yeah. you are and your. I, I, I noticed it in your dialect sometimes. I'm like, I don't think he's using that right. And whenever I say K Pack, I say it backwards. Yeah, and I say cows and pigs and chickens is what I say.
0: I always say cows and pigs and cows. Oh, but Oh, more cows. Yeah. You don't like the chickens. Double huh? the cows. Double the cows in K Pack.
1: Double down on the cows in K Pack, because that's all you're gonna find for women there. Uh oh. Uh oh Oh yeah. <laughs> Ouch. If you're listening from KPEC, email us at pineapple at gmail.com. Email Phil
0: at Pineapple Nipple <laughs> Nipple <laughs> at Say Attention gmail.com.
1: Phil right in the subject line, right?
0: Yeah. Attention asshole. Asshole. Or pineapple nipple asshole.
1: Pineapple nipple
0: fill. Pineapple
1: nipple Phil. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple nipple Phil.
0: pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com so yeah yep
1: any gear grinds today oh plenty plenty any you want to share Uh. i spent almost all fucking day trying to make my goddamn car payment they don't want to take my money i started off with chemical bank and they deferred to tcf bank and now tcf has been taken over by huntington and they just made the switch I spent all goddamn day trying to pay my fucking car payment. So first of all, I get the little sheet in the mail that says, oh, here's your account number through Huntington. We're happy to have you. You still owe $4,100 on your piece of shit car. And I'm like, well, thank you. Um, I didn't ask for this, but okay. I guess I'll just let it happen. And uh, so they said, you know, you can log on now to pay your payment. And oh, by the way, it's due today. I'm like, oh, shit. I've been paying it right along. Uh and all the goodwill I would built up by paying extra every month, and I was actually a couple payments ahead, because I pay, I throw an extra 50, 60 bucks at it a month. Like, no, you're, you're back to square one. Oh, nice. And I'm like, oh, well done. First of all, motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, so I go through the hoops, and I have to, they, they did a two-thing verification. I had to send a, uh, they, they wanted to text me on my phone number, mm-hmm. as well as send me a code on my email to verify my account. So I jump through all those hoops, I get everything all set up. It takes me a good 10 to 15 minutes. And then I'm like, "All right, finally, here's the thing where I can click pay." I fill out everything. Bullshit. And it it's it, it gives me the little ring a ding ding where it's spinning around trying to think and it says, "We're sorry. We cannot accept your payment at this time. We will take you back to dashboard."
2: Yay. So I'm like, "Maybe
1: yay, maybe I just set up my account, maybe I have to wait a little bit." So I wait about 2 hours, try it again. I get the old ring a ding ding of death and same thing. Sorry, we cannot accept your payment at this time. I'm like, just take my fucking money! So this is what I've noticed.
0: Right. I went through, you know, got my new card and everything. Right. Went through and updated my card information on a bunch of, you know, the bills that we have. And then uh, my cell phone bill, I get a notice. Oh, didn't go through. Sorry about your luck. Whoa. And uh, so I had to go through and fix that. And then it went through, no problem. But for some reason... The first time I put it in everywhere, it doesn't go through. So then my car insurance was the same thing, and I'm still dealing with trying to get that Ugh. straightened out. They so. fuck
1: you if you were late on your car insurance. Dude. Yeah, they really try. So anyway, I tried right before I left the shithole today, a.k.a. work, which if it wasn't a three-day work week this week, I would have fucking called in. It's Monday, by the way, just to pull back the curtain a little bit, even though you're listening to us on Tuesday. And uh, and that same thing. We cannot accept your payment. So I'm like, mother, look here, motherfuckers. So I called them. 800 number, fully automated. And I go through, and I think I'm about to hit pay dirt. I put in my fucking tracking number, my account number. I tell them what I want to pay because they're like, your payment is this. If you'd like to pay more, please just say pay a, pay a greater amount. So I'm like, pay a greater amount. How much would you like to pay? And I said, blah, blah, blah. So it's about to confirm my payment. It says, your payment of $50. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, I'll pay a lot more than that. So I start, I say, start over again. Well, then the fucking thing just goes all fucking fucky and haywire on me. And finally, it's like, would you like to speak to a customer service representative? Fuck yeah, I would. And it's like, I'm sorry, I do not understand. (laughs) I I just keep saying, representative, representative, customer service representative. I said it 27 times. It patches me through elevator music connecting you to a customer service representative. Elevator music. I'm sorry. All agents are busy. If you would like to keep your spot in line and be given a callback, press 1 now. Fuck. 1. Your estimated callback time is between 47 minutes and 1 hour and 33 minutes. What the fuck?
0: Nice. Nice.
1: So anyways... So I says, all right, bitch, fuck, okay. And they're like, sorry, I do not understand. And, <laughs> so, I did. and so, so I say, motherfucker. All right, call me back, bitches. We will provide you a callback. Don't worry, you have not lost your space in line. So I goes about my days. I go out to my mom's and picks up the turkeys because I got a couple turkeys because we just butchered them and they did, they did. And I get home and I'd forgotten all about it because it's an hour and 40 minutes later. My phone rings. This is your courtesy callback from Huntington Bank. We are trying to reach Phil Nickel. Because, of course, I recorded my name because it asked you to do that. And I'm like, Phil Nickel. If he's not available, press 2 until you can get him. Or press 3 and we will call back later. I, I'm And it's like 1 if you're there. So I press 1. We are trying to reach Phil Nickel. Press one if he's available. Press two if you need some time to yeah blah, blah. And I, I pressed one again, nothing. And then I kept pressing one, 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 one. I'm sorry, invalid entry. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the motherfucker calls me. It calls me back five minutes later. And this time I'm like, all right, look here, motherfucker. I'm going to let you say your whole spiel, and then I'm going to hit number one. So, fine. I hit number one. It's like, thank you. Connecting to customer service representative. Your wait time is four minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, finally I talks to the guy and I get my shit straightens out. And I'm like, Well, uh, what's the make and model of your car? And I tell him and he's like, Oh, that might be the problem because it's down here something totally different. I'm like <laughs> <What> uh, <sighs> So were you driving like a Shasta? Yeah, no, I was driving a a Rolls Royce. Nice. No, I don't know what the fuck. He didn't say what vehicle was listed, but I told him it was my shit box, you know. And uh, anyway, he was polite. I I have no qualms with their customer service representative. He was great. He was fine. He was personable. He did his job. Did he fix your issue? (sighs) He says he thinks he did. We'll know in a month when I go to pay again, right? Stay, Stay tuned, folks. The ongoing saga of Phil versus Huntington Bank. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Get your shit together. Just take my money, bitches. I know. I'm trying to pay you. It's kind of like when I go to the bank and I want to make a deposit into my account, and I go to a branch that I don't normally go to, and they ask me. I'm depositing the whole check, mind you. And they ask me for my ID. If you ever stop that when somebody happens, I will be here to end you. Like, holy shit. If someone wants to deposit money into my account, let them, by all means jeez wow yeah i'm sorry i'm gonna to need to see some id what the fuck that happens when you go to pay your edison bill right and you call and they're like we need to verify your identity why <laughs> i'm trying to pay some motherfuckers i'm trying to have somebody a, a merry christmas over here I'm trying to pay it
0: forward yeah they don't pull that shit at mcdonald's and you're like "Oh, i want to pay for the meal of the guy behind me well we need to verify you that you know yeah. them
1: uh, We need to like, uh, yeah. What, What is their firstborn child's name? What was their mother's maiden name? What does his mom call the Roomba? That's right. What's the what's the nickname for the Roomba? Anyway, fuck Huntington Bank. God damn it. Well, any big bank sucks. I didn't choose this. I chose to go with the small, smaller local Michigan bank when I financed the fucking car, right? Yeah. So fucking thank you, Chemical Bank, Chemical Toilet. Thank you, fuckers. Then they sold out to TCF, and within three months, TCF sold out to Huntington. We are now part of Huntington Bank. Motherfucker. Well, you know,
0: we've been with them since they were Talmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Chemical bought them out. And I'm like, well, Chemical won't be bad. They're the largest uh, community bank in michigan right so they won't be bad they're a community bank they'll be all right Of course, centered in midland michigan yeah and then uh yeah the next thing i know it's like oh hey we're tcf now and i'm like well yeah this will suck but yeah they're still not huge it's not like chase or huntington or fifth third is buying them out <sighs> and then lo and behold here we are at least you know it, i would leave the bank if it was fifth third though Right. Because improper fractions don't make sense to me. No, 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 no. And I don't want somebody who uses that handling my I mean,
1: money. How well are they going to do with your finances if they can't even get their own shit together in their name? Right.
0: You know, at least simplify that fucker down.
1: That's right. Or one, make it into a decimal. One and two thirds would be better. Yeah. One and th- or one point six 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 repeating is fine uh, with me. Uh, okay. Four sixes. Four sixes. Not three. Yeah. Three Kinda would like, be three would be standard. So but. I would. That reminds me too. The other day I was at the party store. And I get a uh I get a beer and a Slim Jim like a tall boy. And it was uh my total was 666 and the cashier just looks at me. She's like, "Um, do you want to buy something else?" I'm like, "Fuck no. Ring it up. Let's go." You should have been like, "No." No. <laughs> had your head spin. Yeah. Vomit a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. That was the best tasting beer and Slim Jim I've had in a while. Well, yeah. <laughs> That tasted like I just won a fiddle contest. <laughs> <laughs> so we ranked again
0: this past week. Yeah. yeah. That was nice. That's happening, yeah. And uh, kind of becoming commonplace. So we want to thank everybody for that. Everybody who's... For all of you who listen,
1: thank you. For those of you that don't, yeah, you should be. And if yeah. you don't like us, listen anyway. And if you don't listen but you can hear this, or listen. Go, or go fuck yourself. Listen. 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 That's right. Just listen. Well, Mary has to hear them all firsthand anyway. She's, she sees the, the, the live product, and she's not impressed. Mm. <laughs> I try and
0: tell her that the post-production model is much better. Yes, yeah. She doesn't buy that because she,
1: <laughs> she knows. She sees it real time. And yeah. Like, eh, I'm not buying I'm like, it. Uh, they do a lot of airbrushing. <laughs> they do a lot of airbrushing. <laughs> We make Phil look like a centaur. CGI is great. <laughs> <laughs> that that green screen's working just great. Yeah, we, we like that. Speaking of green screen, don't forget, December 13th, we've got the old guys rocking guys on. Again. Yes, the green O-G-Rs. screeners themselves. They did we be... announce that last time or did we say we're going to have special guests? I, I think, think we said special guests. I think we now... just teased it, but the cat's meow. out of the bag now. Meow. <laughs> Ow. So
0: yeah, those guys will be here. Eric and uh, Mike will be here. They're coming up to Deckerville
1: I know that's gonna be a trip dude yeah
0: this is like the biggest celebrity thing that happened to Deckerville since well maybe ever
1: Holy shit I thought you were gonna say since we recorded our podcast here but okay well we do that all the time you're right we you know that's the thing when you know celebrities like I've had some friends that were moderately famous I'm gonna say especially when I lived in Seattle they're, they're you know and when they have that uh, that section in those rags that just say celebrities they're just like us that's fucking true. They they're, they're yeah. worse sometimes they're worse than us because sometimes they're just scrupulous and don't have any care in the world because they're fucking famous, man. It's great. It's amazing. Could
0: you imagine us with more resources? Oh Jesus. Oh dear Lord.
1: I mean, look at how look at the crazy asshole I am already, owning a flamethrower and buying equipment left and right for fucking podcasts that are going yeah. well hopefully somewhere, but ugh,
0: gross. Well, we we have we do have a good bit of money wrapped up in this stuff now.
1: That's okay. I'm oh yeah, I'm that. I'm
0: totally fine with that too.
1: I mean, if anything, it's an it's it's probably my third or fourth most expensive failure in life if it doesn't go anywhere. But it's already went somewhere. Yeah, it has. Israel, Australia. That's right, Britain. Great Britain. Them, I mean, them fucking macaroni boys over in fucking Great Britain. They love this shit. By the way, I read a stat here and I don't remember the exact number, but I think it's I believe it's going to be 65. 65 different countries celebrate an independence day and it's all from Great Britain. Can you believe that? Yeah. Isn't that fucking wild to think about? Great Britain is like the uh, they're the major oppressors in history, the history of the world.
0: Yeah. They're they're kind of like the Octomom. Bunch of kids, no dad around.
1: That's right. <laughs> ooh, I like where you took that. Thank you for not making that racial. Thank you. I, I like the fact that you beat up Oc- o- the Octo Mom. Didn't she do some porn too afterwards or something? I believe so. Yeah, oh, I could. I haven't looked at that yet. Mental note: look at that porn. Okay, I'm gonna have to take a look at that. I'm interested. I'm for it.
0: Well, I mean, I believe those kids were all C-sections, so it shouldn't be too beat up. It shouldn't up down be there. too dinged up down there. No. though yeah. Although she's got like. 14 kids or something total. She's got six other kids.
1: So she also went through a bunch of plastic surgery to try to make herself look like Angelina Jolie before Angelina Jolie turned into a skeleton and started stealing kids from foreign countries. Yeah, that didn't work either. Yeah. So, I mean, Tomb Raider era, Angelina Jolie signed me up. Now Angelina Jolie that looks like the Crypt Keeper? No, thank you.
0: Yeah, she's like uh, Skeletor
1: pre-makeup. Yeah, (laughs) pre-makeup. (laughs) <laughs> I see what you did there, and I like it. Ah.
0: It's like Gray Geraldo said about uh, Flavor Flav. You're like a wetsuit stretched
1: over a skeleton. That's right. One of my favorite uh, memes is, just remember, at one point there was a contest, and Flavor Flav was the prize.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. These Yikes. new microphones pick up a lot more, though. Like your wrinkles and... Setting a beer down on a table Yeah Maybe this place is haunted It's funny you say that I've been having dreams about that About really? them being ha- haunted here? Yeah And it's funny because oh, one, yeah. of our, we'll you one of our One of our listeners, down Nelly down. Mentioned that to me today She's like, I've been having dreams She's like, about the STD being haunted I'm like, really? Are you, are you fucking with me right now? Like, I've been having those dreams too As a matter of fact, the other night I swear to God some there was some fucking shit went down here Saturday night, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's got to be the ghost, because people aren't people are terrible, but they're not that terrible. Was a ghost
0: giving a handy in the uh, smoking shed? Yeah,
1: don't 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 don't, don't stop!
0: <laughs>
1: Absolutely, don't don't stop! stop. Ooh. Uh, ooh, buy a beer and a slim gym for six sixty six. 66 <laughs> uh, Game. I hadn't had a slim jim in a long time they're better than i remember they're greasy but yeah the the monster slim
0: jims if you just had one of was, those yeah, and like the a, size of a thumb yeah those are good it was it was a lot it was a lot to take in i don't know how they justify charging like four bucks for one because it's like floor sweepings let's face it
1: right i know that's like that that's like the shavings of the the good meat that they send out to people yeah <laughs> it's like the jerky stuff that didn't
0: make jerky stuff right and they just kind of throw it in with some water and it's of like, it into a mash and shove it in a tube. If
1: it were in a lumberyard it'd be like OSB, which is the oriented strand board. It's just shit that's all pressed together from the leaves yeah. of wood. That's that's what Slim Jims are. It's kind of like, yeah. I, oh, we haven't talked about spam in a long time. Oh, spam. God, I miss spam. Hey, Thanksgiving's coming up. We're going to talk about our Thanksgiving shit in the next episode. That'll be tomorrow on Wednesday. And nice. also, Thursday, we have our Thanksgiving Spectacular, so tune in.
0: Yes. That's going to be great.
1: We're not going to talk a whole lot about Thanksgiving tomorrow's episode, but just a little bit. But on Thursday, we're going to unleash holy hell. I'm going to give my top five side dishes for this year. And then also. um, I imagine green bean casserole is. It's not on the list. And one that I. Another. I have a new one that I absolutely loathe, and I thought about this. Remind me on Thursday's episode, I have a rant about something that's gone by the wayside, thankfully, because it was a horrible trend nice yes i've been thinking about this
0: i just noticed something as we're recording how many hours of podcast do you think we have
1: uh i'm gonna guess 125
0: 131 before the start of today's episode
1: nice yeah
0: nice yeah doing well doing well i think so.
1: <laughs> as successful as you can for not getting paid to do this
0: yes we uh
1: i'm shocked it's gone this long honestly
0: well, I'm surprised there's not people that are trying to pay us to stop. If you'd like to pay us to
1: stop... We'll accept that monies.
0: Yes. <laughs> of course, it's going to have to be weekly. Right. And enough that keeps Phil and I from setting all this stuff up every week. And when
1: you write the check, I want to say in the memo, don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Pa- Gutenberg. What else haven't we talked about? We talked about Nicholas Cage last week. Um, we got to talk. get back to our roots, man. Talking about Thanksgiving... What? I well, we still do gear grinds, but my friend is a dick, and here's why. Is something that's kind of faded a little bit. Most well, of our stories are about people being dicks, though I've found.
0: Yeah, most every story. It's kind of like just. I mean, this whole thing could be called "My Friend's a Dick,"
1: and here's why. We, can, you know, if we ever rebrand the podcast, it might just be called that.
0: You know there is the uh, there is the, this part of friends being a dick. From your buckhole headquarters. <laughs>
1: I love that you went and found that drop. Oh, my God. that that was Those were some great days when Mikey Smith and I were headed up to uh, Sutton's Bay to do a game in the absolute terrible, horrendous cold and about four feet of snow that they got up there near Traverse City. <laughs> it, it was fun. But so we get there, and everything's all shoveled off, the, the, the field and the bleachers, except for one half of the bleachers because they shoveled all the snow from one side of the bleachers to the other. And it's just absolutely freezing cold. I'm talking about like single digits. And Mikey Smith and I are just like, Well, let's do it, buddy. It's the state semifinals. It's cold as balls. We get up in the booth. It's heated. Oh. So we're see. we're we're down to our we're down to our polo shirts and everything else. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, at Almont you open that big wall up. Yeah. but they still had that heater behind you yep that you could kick on and crank up and it would get warm in there oh yeah it would create like a little warm bubble
1: like a vortex of warmth
0: and that was always great because I knew a I knew that it cost them a lot of money to heat the outdoors like that <laughs> and uh, and b it was warm you could like walk up to it and warm your hands up real nice and then they'd stay warm for a little bit and your back was always warm
1: right so as a scientist I've wondered that that like when heat escapes domiciles it obviously affects It obviously affects the environment around it. Yeah. But that's also known as urban heat, too. Like, more urban, densely populated areas tend to be a little bit warmer. Right. And I believe it's from all of that. It's from from the sewers. It's from the the steam
0: that comes out of the sewers. It's the sewer, so it's the shit.
1: Yep. So it's a shitty way to stay warmer. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting.
0: So, but yeah, I I always appreciate a heated booth. Oh, fuck yeah. We were in Brighton. And uh, Almont was playing Lansing Catholic, and that booth was, it was like a college football booth. I mean, it was ridiculous, and it was all heated. Right. We're like walking through it. There's this big open spot, and then they're like, oh, well, you have your own room over here. We're just like, really? There's a thermostat and electric heater in there. We're like, oh. It was
1: was state semifinals. It was cold as shit. Right. You know, as it always is. Well, we did that game in Freeland a couple weeks ago. That was um, the Hemlock game, so it would have been lakers hemlock and uh mikey smith turned on we had our own room and mikey smith turned he's like hey we got heat you want to turn it on i'm like yeah kicks it on i fucking had to crack the window after 15 minutes it was roasting yeah. in there
0: oh yeah that's the way our room was well we had the window open because we both
1: mickey and i both liked it of course i like open. having the window open yeah but our, i mean we were toasty, toasty. We, had, we had a great trip over to uh, uh piwama westphalia and uh I'm. I I'm, can't wait for Mikey Smith Cowboy to get back here. He's on the road again this week. Yeah, I've got so we have so many stories to tell about the ride home. We we had a good time. Very cool. We we didn't. No no one got arrested, but close. There's it was some uh, shoulda been. Oh, there was there was some shit. Let me tell you, it, it was. I mean, even JB was just like, I can't believe you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We were up to our normal shenanigans. Well, yeah. Why that's going to be the story for my friends at Dick and Here's Why when I tell the story about the Lapeer uh, gas station bathroom. Oh, boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's very similar to that. Actually, that's a good narrative for the story.
2: Oh, shit!
1: We have a good time. You know, I... <laughs> I don't know that
0: I've ever had a bad time. I mean, even right. the miserable trips, like when me and Eddie and Mickey went to... We went and covered the... Uh, I believe it was Peck and the eight-man state championship in Greenville. Yes. Headed out straight from there, which that game took forever. We're we're like, we're figuring we're going to head out of there between 9 and 9.30. It was like 10.30 before we got out of there. Really? We get to Gaylord, and it's just whiteout snow. Like, like somebody closed a curtain, and it was just horrendous whiteout all the way to Newberry where we decided to stay. Because I kind of picked a spot where we could get a room that was not all the way to Marquette, but like... We could get up at a decent time in the morning and make it to Marquette because it was like right. an 11 o'clock game. We wanted to be there no later than like 9.30. Yeah. Well, we were still in good weather. We were an hour and a half away from Marquette. In bad weather? In the weather we had driving along Lake Superior, we were about three hours. So we landed in Newberry at like 3 in the morning, got about four hours of sleep, and got up and headed out again. Oh, man. And it, it was... Yeah, it was rough. See, that's
1: absolutely why when we covered uh, the game up there at Marquette the first year, it was up there. Eddie said, nope, we're going up the night before. I don't care. We're staying in Marquette. And well, we and, and we we just
0: figured it would be better. You know, with an 11 o'clock game, we weren't overly worried about it. But the right. snow that they were getting was horrendous. Now, it had all stopped. But in the Upper Peninsula, they're not
1: overly fast you know, everybody's prepared for it up there. Yeah, too. on a Saturday to clear the roads, they're like, "Oh, just fire up your snow machine and go get some coffee. You'll be all right." Yeah, you know, you make you got some frozen pasties. Yeah, you're uh, you're fine. Hunker yeah. down with your snow cow over there. You'll be just fine. Yeah, you'll do well, eh? She'll keep you warm. That's why you got to get with a woman built like a hickory stump. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: you know. But, I mean, what a great time. We ended up staying the next night in, like, Escanaba or something. We, we drove, like, an hour south of Marquette. We're just, like, we're exhausted. Right. It was still snowing, and but it was supposed to stop at, like, 2 in the morning. I'm, like, let's just get the room, crash, you know. The cool thing was we had uh, my propane truck, so we filled up with gas before we left. Uh,
1: Me too, Please. Please.
0: Um, we filled up. With,
1: yeah, please.
0: Um, we filled up with gas before we left Sandusky, both propane and gasoline.
1: And it got you all the way there and back. Then got us
0: all the way there and back without ever stopping for fuel. That
1: was a good thing. That propane business you had, where you could convert vehicles to propane, but then the price of gas went back down. Oh, when uh, it
0: when it drops under yeah. you know really under three bucks a gallon. Unfortunately, right now I could still sell a bunch of those things, but. but. Getting the products right now is tough.
1: Getting the products for anything right now is tough. Yeah, we're facing shortages everywhere. Even at work, like um, I know some other local places are are laying people off right now because they just can't get product in the door. It's not that they don't have orders in work.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Just
1: raw materials, chips, anything technology wise.
0: Well, and I, I still supply. Yeah. You know, people still call me and they'll say, "Hey." I need parts for yeah. this or that. So I still supply people parts. Can't get them right now. But that I'm, was that 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 was that like business you
1: talked about. Ooh, wow.
2: <laughs>
1: That's I, I, I moved the cord. I moved my microphone cord a little bit, and the springs on the boom produced that god-awful sound. Wow. That sounded like an animal.
0: Can I have a captain of diet? Yeah. Please.
1: Thank you. So, yeah, that was quite a noise, wasn't it? Quite a ruckus, folks. If it was. If you I... didn't like it, email us at pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com. It's
0: very creepy.
1: It sounds like those uh, things in the original Ghostbusters movie when the you know the demons possessed the, the gatekeeper and the key master. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Rick Moranis, by the way, I love you. Hopefully you come back to acting someday because you were one of my favorites, still are. Yeah. Rick Moranis. Dark
0: Helmet. Yes. Absolutely awesome.
1: And uh Lord Helmet and uh also uh the Mackenzie brothers and uh um uh, Strange Brew. Take off, eh? Ah, you hoser. There's a mouse in my beer, eh? Just classic. I got a pee so bad I can taste it. Oh man. <laughs> well, I guess we're just gonna have to drink it all. <laughs> There's only one way out. <laughs> so so that uh those two movies, of course, Honey I Shrunk the Kids and then Ghostbusters, just yeah, You don't have the original Ghostbusters without Rick Moranis being part no, of it. No, no. Um, Lewis is a fantastic character. Yep. And I can't remember his last name. <sighs> Wasn't it something Skelnick or something? I think so. Uh, he was Thank an accountant. You. I know that. Well, we'll just talk about the tax ramifications of that. <laughs> I got the
0: seven kind of cheeses. It's all a write-off, though, okay, because this is more of a – that's why I invited clients instead of
1: friends. When it's all, when it's, when it's all wrecked, he's like, oh, the super's going to be pissed. <laughs> all right, who brought the dog? <laughs> all right. <Yeah. laughs> From your Buckhole Headquarters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's so funny because everybody always asks me. What year did that movie come out? Ghostbusters. Because for some reason, I always remember 1984. It came out in 1984. Uh, People, how do you remember that shit? I'm like, well, because I remember exactly where I was when I was watching the movie. My parents took me to the theater, the old Sandusky Theater, the one that was classy, old school, that burned down mysteriously. Mysterious. Mysteriously. And uh, we were watching Ghostbusters. When they came in on a megaphone and said the Detroit Tigers have just won the World Series. I shit yes. you not.
0: No, I, I I know that it was about the same time because that's yep. the way I remember yep. that it was 1984.
1: Good times. It was, it was. And that's the last time the Tigers won a World Series. So you've so been far. what, like six years old? Six or seven, yeah. So what I, are my I was. my parents doing taking me to Ghostbusters? Yeah, no shit. There's... I remember watching rated R movies when I was like... Eight or nine years were, old.
0: Were you like? Did you like sink down in the chair a little bit with Dan
1: Aykroyd's getting like ghost head? Oh yeah, I'm like, oh well, shit, well, I don't
0: know what's happening, I but
1: know. I don't understand. But his eyes just went cross. <laughs> I don't, Why is he? Why is he floating and, and moaning? I don't, I don't <laughs> know what's going on. I got kicked out of speech class because I did a recreation of that scene in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, okay, here's a My Friend is a Dick, and here's why story. All right, go ahead. So, Travis, when you listen to this, you're going <laughs> to...
1: I love you, Travis. Turbo,
0: what's up? You're going to know exactly... We need to have
1: you on the show.
0: We do. We yeah. do.
1: Um, so,
0: Travis, uh, we had a speech class together. <laughs> and there were a couple of girls in there from the k pac area that made him very nervous. Oh, They, they were... They were smoke shows. Oh smoke and show. um, there was one called Yvonne who to look at her was great, to listen to her was awful.
1: Oh she's one of those hot chicks with a carol- Oh like a chipmunk yeah. voice. Ugh. And, like and shut the fuck up, bitch. This was a speech class, so <laughs> so you had to listen. He will listen to everything I have to say. You would put in a set
0: of earplugs and just kinda jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> so um <laughs> Go on. He, he starts his speech out with, and it, it had to be a sales speech. Okay, so I did different kinds of rocks. You could buy different kinds of rocks, the Swiss Army rock, you know, things like that, right? And uh, mine was very funny, very good. Travis gets up there, and I didn't know what his was about. He's like, he goes, "You gotta," he goes, "I need a prop. You gotta help me." I'm like, "All right." Uh... So he takes a dog leash and clips it to my collar <laughs> on my shirt. Okay, okay. And uh, he's like. He goes, yeah, just go along with it. He so he gets up there and he says, "The Emancipation Proclamation freed the slaves, but there's nothing that stops you from renting or leasing someone." Holy shit! And it, and it was a whole thing. And he so he gets towards the end. He's like, "There are female models too, and you know you can have them do whatever you want." And like literally, this Yvonne goes, "What do you mean by that?" And he's like, "Oh, nothing like you're thinking. You know, I'm thinking like." Dishes and laundry. <laughs>
1: ah, I'm thinking dishes and laundry. <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah, that was
1: bad. oh, that's so, that's awesome.
0: So our our instructor, who was also female, was like, "Really? Do you want to rephrase that?" He's like, "No, <laughs> no, I
1: don't. No, no I, don't. I said what I said. I'm selling what I'm selling." Well, I knew he he knew he had dug himself enough of a hole at that point. He's like, uh, I'm gonna plead the fifth right now." I, I can't I can't dig myself out of this hole. Can I at least get out of here with a C plus on this speech?
0: <laughs> yeah, he he was pretty good at that stuff but like got a worse grade than I did.
1: <laughs> even though even though his his presentation his uh, grasp of the English language was far superior and um it was just better showmanship he got a worse grade because yes. of the subject matter. Yes.
0: <laughs> Well, when your excuse of, oh, not what you're thinking, uh-huh. I was thinking like dishes and laundry. But however, if you're down. Well, yeah. And I don't know that she was thinking that with him. <laughs> I really highly doubt it.
1: I doubt it, too. Oh, my goodness. Yep. That's a great my friend is a dick and here's why story. Oh, my goodness. Jesus Christ. It
0: was. there. I mean, there's still so many stories that could be told.
1: Oh, and they... they, they they arrive organically, and that's the purpose of our whole podcast. Is everything's organic here? We don't don't plan this out. Don't think about it. We were oh. we were talking. I was talking with Mickey Strickler last night. Oh, go on. This and, ought to be good. Uh, we
0: we hit, we were talking about how one time at my house, my parents were gone, and our our good buddy Mike Lacey was over, and uh, Mike was being all cocky and mouthy. So, he, or uh, Mickey just punched him. Just punched him. Just punched him right in the face. Sorry, and, uh, I made
1: an adjustment there. Yeah,
0: I forget he, how sensitive these things are. Yeah, it's pretty noisy. But, uh, but yeah, he, uh, you know, hey, uh, Mike's all pissed off. And the thing is, he just wouldn't stop taunting Mickey about stuff. Really? And so, you know, he, he was just just relentless. So then Mike's like... He looks at me, and he's like, aren't you going to do something about that? I'm like, yeah, get out of here.
1: Get the fuck out of here. He
0: punched me, and you're kicking me out. I'm like, you don't know how to shut your mouth, and you're going to end up pissing me off, too. So just get out. Just get out.
1: Get the fuck out. I like it.
0: After I pushed him out the door, I kind of felt bad. And I'm like,
1: get back in here, asshole. Go let Mickey punch you again, and you're back in.
0: Yeah, yeah. you got to take your lickings here, boy. No, after that, we found, like... We decided to make a drink concoction that nobody would ever want to drink, and then we forced each other to drink it and see who would not throw up. And nobody won.
1: There are no winners in that game. We used no. to do Adam Foot and I used to do shots of vinegar until one of us puked. Oh, th- this was
0: this was vinegar, ketchup, uh, two day old coffee, ooh, um, that we found in the coffee pot.
1: Did it have a cigarette butt put out in it too?
0: No, it was in the coffee pot. It oh. was. Uh, it was. You know, fresh at some point. Um, <laughs> fresh pickle juice. Pickle juice, yeah. Um, it was apple cider vinegar that we put in it. Yeah, oh, yeah it was yeah. just oh, oh, it was so bad. Oh, a grape juice.
1: Oh, the oh
0: yeah, the combination was not good.
1: That does not even sound great.
0: No, it was horrible. That's bad. Horrific. That's really bad. Horrific. That's
1: really bad.
0: Yeah, definitely really bad.
1: So I got a karate kick to the crotch. What's that? I got a. I had to go to work today. Ah.
0: I did not go to work today. I, <sighs> I, uh, I skated out. I woke up this morning. Extenuating circumstances I woke
1: up. Yeah, I woke up this morning and had it. You got a lot going on. H- had I not known it was going to be a short week, I would have fucking called in today. But I'm like, you know what? It's only a three day work week. Oh, here's the worst fucking thing, dude. So yesterday's, which would be well, on Sunday. There we go for continuity purposes. On Sunday. My stupid ass woke up at 7.45 in the morning in a tizzy, sat straight up in bed going, oh, fuck. And I get out of bed because I'm like, I'm fucking late for work. And I look at my phone, and I'm like, oh, it's Sunday.
0: <laughs> I don't think I ever wake up in a tizzy about being late for work. If, See, I, if my, I am, I am.
1: My new job and new boss has got me all twisted. I've never – so here I was talking to somebody who was – Jason McConaughey, which, by the way, fuck your, go fuck yourself, Jake. Anyway, I <laughs> love you, buddy. Uh, hire me. I sent you my resume. Uh, anyway, I he's like, well, what do you well, Jesus Christ, you what do you mean late for work? I'm like, well, late. You got to understand, late for work has never been part of my vocabulary since I was in college. Like, I've regressed professionally because as as an engineer that's salaried, I've never had a set hard time I have to be there. No, and you know. My
0: my jobs well obviously I was unemployed or I was self employed not unemployed right self employed for the last twelve years so I didn't punch a clock
1: right. Prior to that I didn't punch a clock because I'm it
0: and your hours are crazy.
1: Like I don't punch a clock per se, but my boss is very regimented. He came from automotive, and he's like, "Well, you need to be here if you're gonna if you say you're gonna be here at eight o'clock, you need to be here at eight o'clock every day." I'm like, well, I'm more the type, if I say 8 o'clock, it might be 7.45, it might be 8.30. Nope, nope, you got to be here right at 8 every day. I'm like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Well, and I, then to combat that, he set up a morning meeting for the whole department at 8 o'clock every morning. And I feel like that was directed to, at me. And it probably wasn't. It was probably directed
0: at everybody else there who has the same understanding that your salary. right?
1: And you kind of,
0: I hate to say it, you... You make hay while the sun shines. When you're needed there, right? you are there.
1: Because just like all my time at Boeing, basically they didn't care if I showed up at 730, if I just showed up at 845. You had to be there. They had core hours, though. So they had core hours that you were supposed to be there, and the core hours were, were from nine, 9 to 2. That way meetings could be scheduled. You could always schedule meetings from 9 to 2 knowing people would be there. But however you wanted to tailor your schedule between those core hours, they didn't care. If you wanted to come in at five thirty in the morning and leave at two, they were fine with that. If you wanted to come in at nine o'clock in the morning and leave at five thirty, they were fine with that. You know, they didn't care. Well, like
0: so, several months ago, I had to do a ton of server updates. They have to be done at night. They have to be done, you know, when there's less people working. There's never an ideal time in a hospital to shut stuff down. Right. So I would try to do them after ten o'clock.
1: Lives are at stake. But anyway.
0: So, I would try and do all this stuff after 10 o'clock. Right. And, uh, you know, I'd do a lot of prep work beforehand, get everything downloaded, get it applied. I'd do the restarts of the servers after 10 o'clock. And uh, so, I, a couple of times I'd show up at like 7.30 in the morning and my start time is 7.00. Right. And after a couple of days of that, because I wouldn't get done until 1130 or midnight. Right. And, uh, you know, after several days of that and getting back to work at seven, I just got tired. Right. And my boss was like, well, you should really take the extra time off at the end of the day. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense for me whatsoever because I'm working late. And he says, well, maybe we'll switch your start time to eight. I'm like, well, I don't want that every day either because I coach wrestling and. I do like getting out at 3.30 a majority of the time, but right. if I'm putting, like, three hours in at night, I should be able to come in anytime within that three hours.
1: Why can't these people grasp that? that I, so, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. If you're a professional, it doesn't matter. If your work's getting done, like, obviously, like you said, you make hay. And my, my new boss doesn't understand either. Like, he loses his shit. If if I say I'm leaving an hour early, well, you're going to make up your time, right? I'm like, I've already made up my time. There's lots of days I've stayed. There's probably a dozen days I've stayed anywhere between a half hour to an hour after. Now,
0: there are people at the hospital that are salary that are militant about that. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't work a minute over 40 hours a week.
1: Well, I'm starting to not because, you know what? I've realized it doesn't fucking matter because you can work 45 hours every goddamn week, but the day you want to leave two hours early, all of a sudden it's a fucking big deal. Get the fuck out of here. Well, like
0: being hourly, I don't get paid. I don't get paid for Thursday. I don't get the holiday. Right. I have to take a day off, which I get a crap ton of PTO. But so that that doesn't really bother me to have to take that day. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, I've got to take that time off for that. But I can't take come in a half hour early because I work three hours at night. Right. You know, or they're,
1: come, in, come in an hour late because you worked three hours the night before. Yeah. There's an awful lot of give and very little take back in that's that what scenario. That's what's going on with life right now. And you know who I blame? The generations before us, the boomers and everything, because they're the one that's fucked everybody on this. Why? Yeah. Like, I told my boss, I said, switch, you know what? Take my salary, divide it by 52, divide it by 40, and pay me that rate hourly then, and we'll see where you're at. Yeah, Anything over forty's got. To, I said I'll. will tell you what. I'll even cut you a break. Anything over forty-two is time and a half. I'll yeah. even give you two hours. Anything over forty-two hours is no, 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 no. I don't think we should do that. Right, because,
0: well, salary always works. Like I'm, I'm very yeah. hesitant to go salary right. In my job because, a but few you know why? Things.
1: You know why? Because people do it so much, thinking they have to, that it's expected. Once yeah. again, vis a vis, see the boomers. Well. I better be there fifty hours a week. I got a good paying job and no they just don't come around all the time. And the
0: Japanese are kicking our ass oh, taking an hour nap in the middle of the day and then leaving after like seven
1: hours. Right. The Japanese are kicking our asses and China's right on our fucking heels here and we don't have
0: people jumping out of buildings. We can here,
1: ship though. all of our work down to Mexico for cheaper. I'm thankful I have a job because you know what? I'm here for life because GM hired me and I can't maintain my lifestyle without working all these hours because I've got to maintain a household a cabin up north a boat four wheelers and a mistress my cocaine habit right? yeah my cocaine habit a mistress right my up north girlfriend up yeah north. my up north girlfriend when I go snowmobiling the one I can just bang the shit out of then go home to my family the screen door I have up north shame on you all people in your fucking 40s 50s during the fucking 80s and 90s shame on you for shame shame Wow,
0: I tried to put my foot up on the chair, and it's really slippery plastic on plastic with this boot on.
1: You'll have that at these big jobs. Yes. Anyway, that's my rant about. You know, I'm really upset. I've got to go into business for myself. I can't take this anymore. You know, I really times, can't. The corporate world is not for me anymore.
0: There's so. been times that I've really thought, yeah, I got to do. I, I got to go back to working for myself. And then there's times that I'm like, man, I just don't feel like starting that over. But I yeah. know I know that in general the money is better, right? I mean, there's times that it's thin. Don't get me wrong.
1: Well, you, in, but that's the thing. That's where most people fail at business is they get going on something and they go on gangbusters and the money's awesome, and then they don't plan for the times when the money's going to be slow. Right. You know.
0: Right. And you know, during all that time, I made myself very, not very liquid asset rich. I invested money where I couldn't get it out quickly right and I believe that'll still pay off in the long run but like that's what landed me at the hospital is I'm like eh, I, I got to do something before I go too far in the hole right and uh, not that I regret it I, I like working there I like the work I'm doing but there are days that I go man you know especially like with all the stuff I've had going on a flexible schedule much better fits my lifestyle than the regimented you got to be here these days that time type of thing and uh
1: and we know you're listening yeah <laughs> sorry Adams a lot of people Adam <laughs> works with listen to this podcast so the people that are above him so he's not complaining about his job he does love it even off the record not just on the, the podcast his rhetoric is the same whether it's on the podcast or not but give it some flexibility goes a long ways my friend it, it
0: does and I you know I love the people I work with I love the job that I do I I like that you know they're very community minded. It feels like you really oh, are helping that the hospital is,
1: is huge in the community. They they do a lot. My sister worked there for a time, and she's she, she misses that. She misses the small town. That's was her whole goal when she became a doctor. Is she wanted? That's why she's back in the thumb because she knew that it's a place that people really aren't coming back to. her. It's not attracting a lot of talent. So, so that's right. the whole reason. And she enjoyed working for Marlette Hospital a lot.
0: And and I I've really enjoyed it. There's always something different to do. But there are times that it's like the the grind of it, yeah. And, and and it's not, not the people. It's not the, it's not the job. It's just the the everyday grind of it. And I can see that. You know, like I, I, I actually missed going to work today. That'll sound weird. No, I did. You know, and I, and I
1: did a few but things enjoy, from home. You enjoy your job, and really, for the most part, you're in. You're very you're very good at your job, but at the same time. There's days when you know that you can put forth and I'm not trying to let the cat out of the bag or anything here but there's days when you can put forth 60% and people still think you fucking killed it. And with the other 40% you're doing other stuff. And there's days when you're putting 105% in. Yeah. You know? So
0: and and you're right. There really some days there is no different where I I'll sit there and go, "Man, I didn't get shit done today." And people are like, "Wow, look at what you did." You know, yeah. and I'm like, "Ah, I didn't do shit." But and then there's days that I'm like wow, I did a ton of stuff. And people are like, "Yeah, you really didn't get shit done. What the
1: fuck, <laughs> you know? man? I walked by and you were watching the same YouTube video as an hour ago. Yeah, the same YouTube video about how to fix like, <laughs> the world's worst issue in IT. And then
0: <laughs>
1: after you did it, you know. Well you're, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> well, you're like, it was only in Mandarin. And then I could only find a Mandarin to Japanese translator. But then I had to find a Japanese to Polish translator and then Polish to English.
0: So an old boss of mine one time told me that being in it is a lot like being a duck yeah all calm on top and paddling like a motherfucker a <laughs> underneath
1: bee. under the surface and everybody
0: just goes look at that duck just cruise along oh he looks and, so peaceful and and that duck is sitting there sweating his balls off quack paddling
1: quack, quack motherfucker
0: yeah oh, well, there's a fucking pike chasing me and uh yeah, gives a shit.
1: nipping at my dingus yeah <laughs> so uh you know, there's just stuff like that that it uh If you've ever seen a pike's teeth, you do not want that latched onto your fingers. No, dingus.
0: no, not at all. I that's
1: had to happen to somebody along. Somebody's the line. had to, you know, google that. Somebody's had their fucking dick bit by a pike, I guarantee you. I
0: I will almost guarantee you that there have been at least 5 people in the history of the world that have willingly put their penis in a pike's mouth. Oh.
1: That's like some fucking jackass shit right there. Yeah.
0: You'd have to be a pretty big jackass. <laughs>
1: Huh. <laughs> I'm Phil Nickel, and this is welcome to Jackass. Today, I, I'm going to stick my dick in a pike's mouth. This is called pike blowjob. <laughs>
0: ah! Ah! So, I, I have a new uh, cause that I'm kind of trying to get behind. All right, uh, get Ed Sheeran a uh, soul. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Can we work this in tandem with the Phil wants to spend a day with Steve Gutenberg?
0: I think so. I think if we could get Steve Gutenberg here and have
1: him grant a soul. I think Steve, I was just going to say that. I'm pretty confident Steve Gutenberg has the power to grant souls to people. Do you think so? Probably. <laughs> Fucking goot, hook it up, man. You love Ed Sheeran's music, we know it. Oh, you know he does. Who doesn't? How many people have lost their virginity to this song? A lot. (laughs) Not
0: not enough, I don't think. That's
1: a first. I don't think we've ever played an Ed Sheeran song on this. uh... We
0: haven't. We haven't.
1: (laughs) God bless America.
0: You know, it's funny because DJing people come and go, play something by Ed Sheeran. I'm like, what? what? This is like the only song I know. <laughs> so this is the go-to, and they're like, oh, that was great. Thank you. And it's like, <laughs> I'm glad you liked it because play something
1: by Ed Sheeran.
0: What? <laughs> what exactly would that be, pray tell?
1: <laughs> tell me the song you want. You know that one, that one Ed Sheeran song. You mean the the one that everybody knows? <laughs> Play the pretty one. (laughs) I've never seen a pretty song, my friend. Play something slow and pretty. I told you about the time I was DJing up here, and the crowd was getting rather mushy. And so I'm like, all right, this will be tonight's uh, last song, and uh, grab your honey. It's It's a slow one. And it was uh, "Fuck You, Bitch" by Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> and about about four dozen couples were out there dancing, and all of a sudden the lyrics "Fuck You, Bitch" and they're like, "What the fuck, dude?" Because it starts off all slow and nice, and yeah. <laughs> so I've pulled. I this, wasn't. I wasn't in a good place. I I I knew some people that I was. Uh, Have I ever been in a good place?
0: I was doing a reception for some people that I knew, and uh, so I pulled this one out at the end of a night. And somebody that I knew was, uh. was, of course, trying to hook up with somebody as they were leaving. This, this is just like a year ago. Yeah, and I think I know.
1: I think I know what's coming.
0: They, uh, so I played this.
1: <laughs> the Steel Panther. Of course, it is. I knew it. <laughs> By the way, Steel Panther. Is one of the rare bands out there that would be happy we're playing their music on our podcast. Yes. They would give us all the rights, wouldn't they?
0: You know, this, this part coming up, though, is, is like the uh, whole reason that you play this.
1: It's the opus. Boom. Uh, Nailed it right there. That's the best part. So, like, as I'm playing
0: that, you know, I'm pretty (laughs) hammered at this reception. Mary's looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? And there's, like, a bunch of people that started dancing to it. (laughs) And then they all just kind of look
1: around like, what in the fuck is this? We have, You know, I decided this, and I know you've talked about it. And I know we've got more coming up, and we're going to line more up. But so many stories I have come from DJing gigs that I've had.
2: Because oh, you know
1: people are at their worst, but yet their best, because they're a combination of drunk, they're having a good time, their inhibitions are down. Like Well, so when you DJ, especially when you DJ like weddings. Holy shit! So I, I used to DJ a lot of weddings back in the day. I probably, and I, I've been into, I mean, full full disclosure, I probably only DJed maybe twenty five gigs in my life, and only about four or five weddings. But yeah, they're the
0: best. I'm, I've done several hundred, I I know. Right. um, Probably even more. I'd probably say that in the last 30 years since, you know, because I started DJing in high school when I worked at Cone Music Store. I would say I've probably done a thousand gigs.
1: Yeah, I'm probably up to about 25, maybe 30. But. On my own, on my own. I've helped a lot.
0: Some of the things that you see. Oh, yeah. Are, holy shit. (laughs) I mean. do you remember the alligator when that was real popular? Of course, and uh, so taking
1: care of business by BTO, and they just go nuts, N U T Z nuts.
0: So I, I was I was helping Kevin Cohn, and he puts that on, and I'm getting the next stuff ready, you know, because that not, was back when everything was on. He's
1: not wearing and, draws.
0: and he's like, he's like, dude, dude he's like hitting me, <laughs> and I'm like, what, what? I gotta get this next song ready. He's like, you got oh.
1: headphones on, you're trying to find a track on the cassette tape. It, yeah, and yeah. he's like, he. He, like, just grabs me, and he's like,
0: dude, fuck that. <laughs> and I'm like, and he, he points out at the floor, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, cheese and <laughs> rice. It was, there was
0: really no reason for them to have clothes on. I mean, they were falling out of the dresses because they were all oh. strapless dresses, and they were not wearing anything underneath, and they were, like, knee-length dresses. They Sounds weren't.
1: like the legend of our 50th uh, podcast extraordinaire it, live It episode. was.
0: It was that that type of thing. You yeah. Know. Probably not the caliber of women, but a couple of them were still pretty. That was insane, especially when the one I'm
1: interviewing, I look over, and she's wearing a a very short, short dress and nothing underneath, and she wasn't sitting ladylike, and she didn't care. Yeah, no. I I kept looking over, and I'd look up, and she'd smile. I'd be like, all right. I, Yeah, probably one of the best nights ever. Oh, God. That was like manna from the heavens. That probably made this podcast. You know, I was seriously contemplating – well, A killing myself, which I do a lot, or B quitting the podcast. But then the fiftieth episode live uh, extravaganza really buoyed my spirits, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, it
0: did. It was it was pretty
1: fantastic. And
0: you know, we just had we had
1: a lot of people here that have
0: supported us, you know. J B, Ashley.
1: Yeah, which we gotta was, have J B on again here pretty we soon. We gotta have
0: Ashley on again. She's she's a great guest.
1: Ha <laughs> ha i know who's who called her a stick in the mud was that jb remember our text exchange somebody called her a stick in the mud or some shit i believe that was me yeah yeah (laughs) the uh
0: i don't think it was stick in the mud it was like the fun
1: police the fun police or something it was something like that fun fun governor yeah (laughs) Uh, oh yeah well jb yeah we gotta have jb on um Ashley, yeah, definitely. Again, so get a hold of us, people. We're uh, we're looking to get some guests around the holiday season here, and uh, we're going to take the show back on the road here too. By the way, yeah, probably
0: after. I would say after this this next week here, we should probably look at. Yeah, some let's place get to back go. on the
1: road, um, and uh, maybe for that first, uh, maybe next week, potentially. Yeah, and possibly the week after that, and then of course the thirteenth, we're here at the old STD with the OGR, old guys rocking guys, Eric yes. and Mike. They'll be back on. Yeah, cannot wait. Mike has a new band. Is that he didn't quit the '99? Did he? No, they've been on
0: a little bit of a hiatus. Okay. I know one of the guys had had something, you know, some things going on in his life, and it's not. They did not break up. They're just not active right okay. now. Okay, they're on a pause. Because the '99, they're on a break. They kill it, man. Oh, if they're.
1: Do you, you ever have a chance awesome. to watch the '99? Fuck. Yeah, they are really, really good. They impressed the shit out of me at Tuscola Palooza. <laughs> not oh, that one. Okay. Oops. There you go. When I saw the ninety nine, they they fucking killed it. They I mean did. Infamous Quick is awesome too, don't get me wrong. And I'm not talking shit about them, but just uh oh, well, I kind of it's, I'd seen some videos from Infamous Quick, so I knew kind of the gist of it, but I didn't do any research and see anything from the ninety nine, but their well, stage presence was amazing.
0: And when you you know, you, you talk to Eric he, he's the consummate musician. I mean he he's Eric is a professional musician. Oh, yeah. And and you know that about him just by talking to him.
1: Actually, like most of their band are like, they're, they take it very seriously. They are professional. Oh, yeah. Very, very But very Eric is the leader of the, like, he is the, their guitarist is also very, very professional, too. But yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Brad, Brad is one of the greatest sound men you'll ever find. Yeah. Um, you've got, uh,
1: you know, Terry's a great, and great, then, great out front. Deeg's on drums. I mean, yeah. White, yeah, whitest teeth I've ever seen Deegs. what are you doing man his his
0: chair sniffing uh
1: oh the chair sniffing from Diggs I mean he beat aging. you out he beat you out yeah he you know uh I'm ha ah, Stacy <laughs> still the other day she posted something and I'm just like ha ah. yeah yeah she, oh she got a job as an engineer at uh, GM General Motors and I'm like good for you girl she's probably not sick of it yet I can't believe, like, yeah, she's the anti-Phil, I'm going to say. like, A- Ambition and, you know. I have ambitions, it's just not for engineering. <laughs> like, you got to say what I've done in the broadcasting and podcasting world's pretty ambitious. Oh, I, I, I don't disagree. I just have to pick on you. I'm probably one of the hardest working broadcasters in San Luis County at this point. Yeah?
0: Yeah? at, at Definitely at, at the actual art of broadcasting. Right. You are.
1: Thank you. Wow, that's yes. the. You know what? That is the <laughs> nicest compliment anyone's given me in a long time.
0: I mean, there is a, a certain person that we've talked about that tries to minimize the podcast. That he works very
1: hard. at Oh, his he job, works very hard, but but he doesn't diversify a ton like I try to. At least, though. Well, too. and he just doesn't. He's not. I don't know. He he
0: doesn't. The broadcasting side.
1: Thank you, Karen.
0: Thank you. The, the broadcasting side is not his, I don't think it's his passion anymore.
1: No, but, you know, here's the thing I've always said about him, is really Eddie, yeah, there we go, sorry. Eddie does a great job. He's a great producer, and he's a great, uh, he's great at uh, running, a, running a, a radio station. He's a good station manager,
0: like programming and producing. Oh, program director and things like program that. Program director, he's he kills genius.
1: it. He fucking kills it as a program director. But I think
0: that's really his passion. Right. Like, he... he that's really what he wants to do which is why he's very happy where he's at right you know and he's still he's kind of got the best of both worlds because I think he'd miss being on the air if he didn't do it
1: oh he he does like his mic time but oh,
0: yeah. uh but he gets to do the and I mean God bless him he's done a hell of a job it's much more tolerable to listen to than it's ever been oh
1: sound like broadcasting's come a long ways
0: you know there's probably
1: I would say in the near future there'd be some roadblocks out of the way for Eddie that he'll be able to do a little a little more. And he's, we've even talked about that and my role will probably increase with sound like broadcasting a little bit once said things we talked about are have changed and it's not saying we want that to happen, but it's time. It's time for change. Do you agree with that sentiment?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I mean I don't don't wish anything ill upon anybody, but it's it's sometimes you have to know when it's time to move on.
0: Absolutely, and and some people do not.
1: And me, fuck, I'm ready to get the fuck out. I'm ready to retire from engineering right now. I try to explain that to people. And here's the crux, and here's what people can't deal with when it comes to me. is they always say, why would you leave all that money to go do this? I'm like, well, my happiness truly means a lot. And uh, there's, there's certain things I still enjoy when it comes to engineering, but for the most part, a lot of it doesn't really do much for me. Like I like challenges, I like solving problems, I love designing shit. Like, you know, I know that I I I dumb myself down and downplay it, but I've 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 come up with some pretty good shit in my career, and I have several patents with my name on them. So yeah,
0: I I would say that that you're you you definitely play the play the dumb card more than. Yeah. is reality. Right. So but you know, I mean a lot of that is just the self deprivating that we do to be entertaining.
1: And that's what it is. That's what that's what I strive for.
0: People couldn't for. see the air quotes when I said entertaining.
1: Oh, oh <laughs> enter- Oh shit, <laughs> I see what you did there. You you put the air quotes on the part that oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I'm just
0: saying what to everybody else what everybody else thought. This will make you feel better.
1: Happy birthday uh, to you.
0: Hey, that's actually playing through the you. computer. Happy birthday Well, I can play through. Oh, Spreaker?
1: Spreaker. I can't Happy play through anything birthday, else, right?
2: dear, dear PNA PNA Podcast <laughs> Express. Thank
1: you, ladies. Although I haven't heard from them since that right I tried friending one of them on you. Facebook. And I know it's just open. it's just sitting in her. Uh, her notifications box is like, oh, this fucking asshole. Oh, Jesus. He's contacting oh, me again. Believe. How did he find me? <laughs> I shouldn't have told him. She, you, I told him my name, and it's not a common name. And how did he find me in Sanlac County? And we have 72 mutual friends. Oh. Stock much? Jeez, guy. So, sorry, what the girls. fuck? Sorry, girls. Sorry. So, should I redact it? Should I pull back on my, should I cancel it? I'm Your... going to cancel my friend's request to her. Oh, you did find her on Facebook? Yeah, I did. Angelica, yeah. It's not hard to find, with a Finish name like that, him. right? It's not like I was asking her to do that. I'm just just be my friend. I mean, I, I don't. Sometimes I need a friend. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm lonely, and and I just Hello,
2: darkness, want somebody to friend. talk
1: to you once in a while. And sometimes it's just. Things are tough, and the wintertime and the holidays are are difficult, and uh, I struggle with it, you know?
2: I, I thought you, you
1: were going to let that song roll, and I was just going to keep doing on my <laughs> soliloquy there. <laughs> no, I, I was like, oh, yeah, that's running it's course. That's enough. That's enough. We're supposed to entertain people. We not, are? Not bum them. The, I Our, hope so.
0: Ourselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ricola.
0: Oh, boy. I was looking for something else here, and I,
1: I can't find it. Sometimes that's when you find the things in life that mean the most to you is when you're looking for something else. Oh, by the way, I'm going to the Michigan State at Penn State game on Saturday. Really? Yeah, my sister, the doctor, got tickets. Doctor, Dr. Doctor Nickel got tickets, and uh, she says, come on along. I said, can you peg one for Mikey Smith? And she said, yep, so I think Mikey's going too. Nice. Well, that'll be good. I He's never been to Spartan Stadium. This will be my Fourth or fifth game at Spartan Stadium, I've been to.
0: I, I've been to Spartan Stadium never for a game. You know, I've been to the Big House a lot.
1: I've been games. to the Big House for about eight or nine games, actually. Yeah, you it, know, me and I left my heart at U of M, which is why I probably hate them because girl of my that was the girl of my dreams. I was just too young and naive to realize it. I let her go because I was too immature. And
0: anyway, I thought I had the girl of my dreams at U of M until we watched Dumb and Dumber, and she didn't think it was funny. Oh shit. Like, oh yeah that's kind of a deal breaker
1: that's a huge deal breaker if you watch Dumb and Dumber and Don't Think It's Funny or if you watch Super Troopers and Don't Think It's Funny get the fuck out
0: I was dying like literally like doubled over in the theater we were watching it at Bad Axe Theater
1: oh wait you hadn't seen it before no holy fuck that's even worse dumper ass
0: and I'm dying and I look over at her and she's just like sitting there straight faced and I'm like oh my god I'm, I'm gonna throw up I'm laughing so hard she's like I don't see what's so funny. And I'm like, I literally left and and drove home that night. And I'm just
1: like, yeah, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. This isn't going to (sighs) work. Pros, she's beautiful. Pros, her parents are rich. Pros, the sex is awesome. Con. She's going to school to be a doctor. Pros, she's going to school to be a doctor. Con, she doesn't have a sense of humor that's worth a fuck. No. She's out.
0: Out. Out. She had a lot of other weird issues, too, that I could have overlooked if she had a sense of
1: humor. But things worked out pretty good for me. Like, are you trying to be – yeah, they worked out great for you. But are you trying to be funny right now? Because I don't get the joke. She's like, this isn't a joke. It's like my favorite scene, and I think I've explained it before in Seinfeld when he talks about how George's mom doesn't like jokes and and, uh, Jerry can't understand it. So he walks up to Mrs. Costanza. He's like, hey, Mrs. Costanza, I want to hear a joke. And she just says, Not interested. Like, that's the best thing. So if anybody ever says to me, do you want to hear a joke? I say, not interested. And it usually, they do a double take. Because that's, I mean, if you think about asking someone if they want to hear a joke, first of all, just tell the joke. But second of all, not interested. It really, it, people aren't expecting that. Uh, they aren't expecting that reaction.
0: I've said some things on the podcast that are pretty questionable, Right, right. I actually heard a joke from a doctor the other day that I will not even repeat on the podcast.
1: No shit. <laughs> so I heard a joke from JB that was actually pretty good and I've, I've I've shopped it out there and it's it's quality. Do you want to hear the joke? Yeah. So two tampons are walking down the street. Which one greets the other one? I don't know. Neither cuz they're both stuck-up cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Oh. That oh. is pretty good.
0: Oh. That is pretty good. You know, I can't find that clip from Seinfeld.
1: <laughs> what's going on with all these clips? <laughs> it's a clip show! Not that there's anything wrong with that.
0: I can't find a clip to save my life. Kramer,
1: what's going on? Newman. <laughs> I don't know, Jerry. Oh, I'm stressed. That's my favorite. Is when <laughs> you look stressed. Oh, I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> comes comes in skin belly hell doing fucking 85 miles an hour. <laughs> that
0: was such a good show.
1: You know, he was cance- He was part of cancel culture long before cancel culture was even a thing. Uh, Richards, Michael oh Richards. yeah, like because he told some racist jokes on stage, and uh, whatever it. Is it any worse than what we see on, like,
0: so I, I played a clip the other day for someone on uh, on off of South Park.
1: Oh, yeah? And well, screw you guys. I'm going home.
0: Is it any worse than what's been on South
1: Park? No. You I'm
0: going to see if this will work.
1: How have those guys not gotten canceled yet, honestly? I don't know. Like, and I love them. I'm not saying, I'm not. No, s- but, I mean, you would think with the things that they say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know that it's, yeah. So I'm going to see if I can play this off of here.
1: Right. Do, 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 do. Um. Here we go. Oh, I love this clip, yo.
2: What? We don't have a bass guitar. God damn it. Your family's black, Token. There's bound to be a bass guitar in your basement somewhere! This is the
1: best and he knows how to play it. <laughs> it is the greatest.
2: Hey, there was a bass Holy guitar shit. in my basement. I told you, Token. Alright, buddies, give me a beat. Okay, nice, very nice. Alright, All nice. Token, give me a smooth bass. Line. I don't know how to play bass. Token, how many times do we have to go through this? You're black. You can play
1: bass. <laughs> I'm sick
2: of your stereotypes. This is one of the Be most sick perfect you clips ever. To a goddamn Holy shit. God damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love that clip so much. I've talked about that clip ad nauseum Oh, I know. Years. Me too. And But how they get away with that? Right. And it, I mean, it's, God, it's I love how funny. He's, I love how he's laying down this whack-ass funky bass line. And he's just like, God damn it. You know, it's
0: funny though right. I mean, It's Is it stereotypical? Yes But is it hilarious? Yes <laughs> who, and, was, who was on the drums? Uh, Butters
1: Butters is on the drums, yeah, very nice He's like he's like <sniffs> Very nice <laughs> Oh very nice Alright now
0: they don't a sick bass line A smooth bass line yeah.
1: I don't know how to play bass
0: <laughs> God damn it <laughs> Such a, I'm, I'm really happy that the phone works. I'm disappointed just, in my computer. I one
1: love one, that but. clip so much. Oh, yes. Can we should add the audio to a whole drop for that clip? <laughs>
0: we should. <Yeah.
1: laughs> we like, should. What is it? What do they call their band though? They're, they he forms Faith a Faith Plus One. Yes, Faith Plus One, because he forms a Christian rock band. Yes, and they make it all the way to the top, and then they they find out they win an award, and what fuck? What the fuck happened? Something terrible, like. It, and is just like, ah, screw yourself or something. Yeah, well,
0: he finds out, like, they're at the top of the Christian charts, and they right. make, like, no money.
1: They make, like, yeah, like $22 or some shit.
0: I did have, I did have some friends of mine that were in a, a pretty big Christian rock band. Right. And they said that it was way more crooked than, like, the secular. I bet. Like, way more crooked. Like, any money that they had made went did not go to them. Did no. not go to them. <laughs> So very disappointing Oh god damn. Very disappointing Alright we're at a minute 13 We should probably we'll Lay down a smooth bass line we, sh- we should probably wrap this up Lay
1: down a smooth bass line
2: <laughs> Token get the bass guitar out of your basement And meet me over at my house <laughs> What? What? I don't have a bass guitar What? Your family's black Token There's bound to be a bass guitar in your basement somewhere <laughs> What? <laughs> then this part Hey there was a bass guitar in my basement <laughs> I told you Token Alright just give me a beat Very nice Okay, nice, very nice. Okay, nice. All right, Stand Token, nice. give me a smooth bass line. I don't know how to play bass. Token, how many times do we have to go through this? You're black, you can play bass. I'm getting sick of your stereotypes. Be as sick as you want, just give me a goddamn bass line.
1: <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> the, that's that probably so one good. of the most perfect clips ever compiled in the history of television.
0: Yes, Yes, very it makes very me, nice.
1: It, it'll make me laugh. You, you you could play that a thousand times in a row, and I will laugh every time. Oh, I know it. I know it. <laughs> That's. I <laughs> wish I could write like that. I wish I could write like that.
0: You ever seen the uh, when they become the boy band and they yeah. do that song finger bang? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was? So I, oh,
1: I had to say this the other day. I was watching Animaniacs, and I found the meme finally because my kids were watching it. The new Animaniacs, and it says dust for prints and she you know she's like i found prints he's like no 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 fingerprints." and she says i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> and she's holding Prince in her arms i don't think so the finger bang anyway we finger should... bang bang did we have we we'll talk about we haven't received any emails i mean nobody emails i don't understand
0: we've gotten emails from this place that wants us to get and I, i'm going to Oh. We might. You may hear some uh, advertisements at the so beginning please, of some
1: episodes. Please don't tune it totally out.
0: Yeah, just listen. You know, patronize gonna, our yeah, our sponsors. Our sponsors. This really episode
1: brought in. to you by. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. Promotional
0: consideration paid for by the following.
1: <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> bye. We'll be right back. Bow, 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 bow.
0: all right let's uh
1: he's adam filkins i'm phil nickel email the podcast send us emails because we need more than just spam junk and how to enlarge our penises in our inbox all right that's pna podcast express at gmail.com pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com once again on behalf of adam myself phil make good choices